Hey guys, welcome to What A Life MP3, a podcast where we talk about random things that we all go through or random thoughts that we all have. And we always end saying, what a life, what a time to be alive. Because you know, regardless of if it's good or bad, it's always going to be okay at the end. And today, oh, that was really good. (laughs) That was not rehearsed at all. And it came out with no stutters. Proud of myself. Anyway, Today we're going to talk about something that's very dear to me because I've been through it and it was terrible but good at the same time and we're all going to go through it at one point repeatedly actually. We're going to go through it multiple times in our lives which is ending seasons and the truth is relationships end and I don't even mean just dating relationships. I mean like even friendships you know that sometimes end because of drama or (laughs) Just because friendships can naturally end, you know what I mean? So those end, um, time like, you know, high school ends, or you have to move schools, which is, you know, ending a season. You graduate college, or you even change a class, you know, like another semester comes up. And anyway, all our lives, they're like, our whole lives are marked by seasons that start and end. And last year, I went maybe through the biggest season ending of my life yet, and it was literally, it really felt, you know, like my life was a show. Side note, guys, also, I get really sidetracked. If this is your, you know, if you've been keeping up with the episodes, you probably know this by now. If this is your first one, I apologize, I do get sidetracked, but I always try to stay on point and make it practical and short. But anyway, what I want to say is, um... Sometimes I look at my life as a show, and I think, honestly, everybody should do that because it makes it more fun, you know? So, (laughs) this is funny to me, at least. But sometimes I'll walk around campus listening to a song that makes me feel as if someone is shooting me for, like, you know, an Emily in Paris type show, but, like, Malou at OU or something. Anyway, that's not the point of the of the episode today. Point is, um, a huge season in my life ended, which, you know, I had lived in Mozambique for 10 years. Um, that's where I grew up. I got there when I was 8. I left when I was 18. So, you know, 10 years to some people who are really old might not seem like a long, like a long time. But when someone's 18, 10 years of their lives is most of their lives. You know what I mean? And so... I got there when I was a kid, and that's, you know, that's my home, really, and I built, you know, lots of relationships there, I built lots of memories, I built a lot in the church, too, with, like, the team, and just the people who were there, and all of that, and, you know, school, it's like, it's literally, it was literally my home, you know what I mean, I was not born there, but I am certainly more Mozambican than Brazilian in lots of ways, and, I had to come to college, which, you know, was something that I had dreamed of for a really long time. And even though I'm already here, it still feels surreal. But I still struggled leaving, you know, even though I knew that I was coming for, you know, my dream and all of that. And, you know, that lots of good things were going to happen. I was still feeling terrible because it does feel terrible. Even when God's telling you to do something if that something requires you to get out of your comfort zone, which it usually does, 
it's gonna hurt a lot it's gonna hurt terribly and that's okay because you know we have feelings we're humans and all that and i remember the day that i was leaving i was at the airport you know my family came to say bye and my best friends also did and i was really crying <laughs> the woman who was like the health person at the airport even asked my mom if i was okay and stuff and my mom was like yeah she's just crying because if i was actually sick i wouldn't be able to travel <laughs> so thankfully my mom was there to speak for me because i was literally i was weak from crying you know and my mom came to talk to me because we came together and she came to talk to me and i was like yeah mom but you know it's gonna be great we're gonna have fun when we go there and campus is waiting for me and all that and my mom literally told me like hey you don't need to be happy today like dwell in your sadness for today not not dwell in your sadness forever but today do that you know what i mean and when she said that it was really good for me because i was even feeling a little bit guilty about feeling sad that that season was ending because i was like i'm going to america like what the heck i should be really happy and it's not that i wasn't i was but just the pain of leaving home was terrible and she told me like to end the cycle you need to be sad and go through it you know so anyway it was a hard season to end but it was necessary and i realized that sometimes it's gonna be in a bigger scale like you know moving countries and all that and sometimes it can be at a smaller scale either way it's always going to feel big and it's always going to be kind of hard especially depending on how involved you are with the situation or the person or whatever it is you know the place and other etc um but yeah so anyway i want to talk to you guys about this because throughout that process of you know closing that part of my life closing that chapter i learned a few things that i think are really helpful and that i already know that i'm gonna like apply it to my life whenever the next ending of another season comes and i think you can too so the first one is literally let go and oh that sounds so like yeah we know i know you know but still please think about it <laughs> um letting go is really important and when i say let go i don't mean like fully abandon it you know what i mean and i'm gonna use a lot the example that i was just telling you about of like leaving my home you know and like leaving the country and all that just because it's the best example i can think of but please adapt all of these examples to a situation that maybe you're going through or you know to make it more relatable to you stuff that you have gone through or you know just make it relatable to you but yeah so what i mean by letting go is not abandoning the place the memories the people the things but it's just admiring it and admiring those moments without being stuck in them you know what i mean so for example i had to move and all of that right and that meant leaving my friends behind and my church behind and you know the places i used to go to to hang out and all of that i had to leave all of that behind that does not mean though that i'm going to be here in america acting like it never happened you know or that whenever the time comes to whenever you know the time came to leave i wasn't going to act like none of that happened like those 10 years were simply not real or something because that's just also ignoring reality you know what i mean 
and like my mom said, it's not being sad or processing, you know, whatever is happening in your life at that moment. And so being here, I'm not going to act like none of that was real or like even it was bad because it wasn't bad, you know, Um, or anything like that. I'm not going to abandon even the people, you know, I'm not going to abandon but I am gonna, so I'm gonna admire it and I'm gonna think fondly of everything without being stuck in them. Meaning, I'm not gonna be here in America, the same way that I'm not gonna be here acting like none of that was real, I'm not gonna be here just dwelling in that. Does that make sense? So I'm not gonna be here in Oklahoma all the time thinking, oh, I can't wait to go home. Oh, I can't wait to do this and that back home. Oh, because at home it was better. Oh, because back home it was more fun. Oh, because my friends back home were cooler. Oh, because da 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 da. Oh, because da 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 da. Because you know, that's just sad, honestly. That's not closing a cycle. That is just like physically moving away without um ending that time as you should have, you know? And so when I admire what's cool about whatever I just ended, may it be a friendship or a moment or whatever it is, admiring what's cool about that hypes me up for an even better future because I know that the one who gave me my previous season was God. He was the one who provided the best things about that moment. And he's the one who also carried me through the worst parts of it. And if he did that, and if I know that God tends to just do better things, you know, like the best is yet to come and all that, then it hype, then looking back should even hype me up for what comes next. You know what I mean? So a good example of that is my parents, right? Um, they lived also, obviously they lived, you know, the same time that I lived in Mozambique. <laughs> obviously I didn't go alone when I was eight. But anyway, they lived 10 years in Mozambique. They planted hundreds of churches, discipled lots of people, They are amazing people, and they should come here tell their story. But anyway, they did all of that. And then 10 years later, God was like, okay, your time's up. Now you're supposed to go to America. And they came to America. They're here now in Oklahoma. And they just arrived like a couple months ago. And they're going through a lot of change and, you know, a lot of transition, obviously. But what I've realized in our conversations is that when they look back, at everything they lived, it gives them hope and security in God for today. You know what I mean? So when they look, so when I ask them, like, how are you guys doing and stuff, they're like, oh, you know, this and this is hard and this and that is complicated. But when we look back at what God did in our lives in Mozambique, we remember that it was very similar to what we're living today and that the first couple months and the first year even, it was really hard and weird. But then God naturally started doing stuff and, you know, we lived the best 10 years of our lives. And so we're really excited for whatever's going to happen and we're even not as stressed out as we were when we first arrived in Mozambique because of that past experience that we had. Does that make sense? And so... Yeah, so letting go, when I say step one, (laughs) let go, it's literally like, don't dwell in the moment. Oh, another thing that I want to say, you remember how I just talked about like, I can't be in Oklahoma being like, oh, because things at home are better. Oh, because this at home is nicer. Oh, because I wish I was home and da, 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 da. This is a side note to my missionary listeners, people, friends, and followers. Um... If God tells you to go to another country and you go, but all you can think about is back home, then you're not fully saying, like, 
not that you're not fully saying yes, but you're not fully living what God wants you to live because your eyes are so set back, like back on, you know, where you come from or what you used to do that you're not looking at the beauty of the culture that he just put you in and you're not, you know, yeah. Anyway, that's another podcast that I actually want to do on like missions and stuff. But anyway, if you're going on a mission trip, just like fully dwell and fully look at what I'm saying dwell a lot. I feel like that's a smart word, Loki. But anyway, um, if you if you go on a mission trip and you're not like fully in the moment of what God's doing and what God wants to do through you, then you're going to kind of, you know, be losing. And the thing is that God really moves through culture. Like the message of the gospel is the same, but the way that it is executed in each dif- in like different cultures and stuff is a big big deal. And so, yeah, anyway, coming back to the main general point of it. Um, what I mean by letting go is don't abandon, you know, and don't despise, don't act like it wasn't there, but admire it and admire the moments without being stuck in them, you know, and let them make you hopeful that the best is yet to come. And that if you think, so something that works for me a lot is like, if I think my friends back home were the best, and it's not like we're not friends anymore, you know, but I'm like, if those were the best people that God gave to me, you know, and that the best people I know, then the next people that I'm going to meet and be close to are going to be even better. Not that I'm comparing people, but you know what I mean? It's like, if I think God's already done his best in my life, then I have no idea of how much better it can actually get. Um, Okay, so number two, have visions and dreams. And I don't mean... I mean, obviously, ask God for visions if you want, you know, like spiritual pictures and stuff. But what I mean by visions is just have your eyes on something, you know, and dream. Please dream a lot. Because the point is, where do you want to go? Like, why are you closing this season? And which season are you about to start? Why are you closing the season? And why are you opening another one? Do you know what that new one is? So... Honestly, we feel when a si- when a cycle or a season is about to end. You know what I mean? Sometimes we know in advance, like if you're graduating, you know when you're going to graduate. And so whenever it's your senior year or, you know, your last semester, you know that it's coming. So you can kind of prepare even in advance. But I feel like even, you know, when friendships and relationships or certain things like you know, a job or whatever, you can feel when your time is about to end. Usually, you know, like generally speaking, of course, there's always going to be exceptions. But I feel like, yeah, we generally know when our time somewhere is ending. And when we start feeling this way, I think it's always awesome to ask God what he wants to do. Because the thing is, if you're close, because the season is going to close, whether we like it or not, right? Like, the, the whatever is happening will stop happening, um, whether we want it to stop or not. And the point is, if we don't know where we're going, if we don't know what we're going to do next, you know, or if we have, like, zero word from God or something, then it's going to be so hard to get over it's gonna be you're just gonna be stuck in the previous season because you have no idea where you're going so again using the example of me leaving Mozambique 
it was terrible. It was heart wrenching. It was like, <laughs> it was really bad. As everybody who has left their home probably feels, you know, like probably understands what I'm saying. It was really hard. Leaving was one of the hardest days of my life. But, but at the same time, I was really happy and really hopeful because I knew that, you know, I was coming to live my dream. Like I was coming to America and I was coming to the college that I've been thinking about since I was a kid and, you know, all these people that I was going to meet and all the things that I was going to get to do. And like, I just had a lot of dreams and a lot of vision for the future. And so leaving, ma leaving was made easier even, you know what I mean? Because it wasn't like I'm leaving and for what? You know, I didn't feel like it was unnecessary suffering or unnecessary pain. I was like, I'm going to go through this and yeah, it's going to hurt. And, you know, I'm going to miss everyone and everything. But I know that I'm going to live amazing things over there as well. And so it makes it worth it. Whereas, <laughs> that's another essay word. I've been writing a lot of paper, guys. So I am stocked up on transition words like However, nonetheless, furthermore, whereas, anyway, um, I hate when I cut myself mid-sentence and only realized later because now I don't remember what I was talking about. Um, but yeah, so it makes the pain worth it, whereas if you don't have a goal or a vision or a dream, it just makes it pointless. Does that make sense? And so whenever you feel like a season is about to end in your life, just start praying or just start thinking like, what's next? You know, because it helps you deal with everything in a much better way. And last, but obviously not least, let Jesus sustain you because he is in control. And kind of linking to, you know, number two of visions and dreams, he is the one who opens and closes cycles, you know, especially if you know, you're a Jesus follower and all that, and you submitted your life to him. He is the one who's opening and closing cycles and seasons in your life. And so he's the most interested one that to see that you're doing well, you know what I mean? And that you actually know where you're going. And to let you know that like your pain is worth it because he has got the best on the way. Does that make sense? And so some a way that I found that Jesus sustained me was through my friends. Because, and again, this is another podcast that we could talk about even, like another episode <laughs> that we could do. But sometimes we, like, we know what God says about us and we know what God has for our lives and all that. But we need people to remind us. You know what I mean? We need people to tell us what we already know. And we need our, our souls, they need to hear someone saying it. And so... Some a way that I found that Jesus sustained me was through my friends. And there was a friend in specific who helped me so, so much. And it was amazing because I would just call the person and be like, bro, this, like, <laughs> I know I'm going to have an amazing time in America. But right now, I can't even think of that because it's hurting so much. And he would just remind me. You know, he would just say all the words that I had received. And he would say, like, God wants to do this and God wants to do that. And he's taking you for this and that. And it was so precious because my soul was just refreshed and reminded that, like, yeah, it's hurting. But, you know, it's going to be worth it. And so having friends 
who can speak life into you and who can encourage you is good at all times in life not just good but necessary obviously but talking specifically about ending seasons and stuff I think it's also really necessary to have a friend who can be Jesus in your life you know who lets Jesus use him and just like sustain you you know and be like just cry I'm here to listen and I'm here to speak and encourage you and all that and so yeah like reading the Bible helps too you know when you go to Psalms for example you see that the psalmists David Solomon I think Moses is in a few if I'm not mistaken they're just lots of Psalms and some of them the Psalms are like diaries right or in like song books and stuff where the people are super honest and there's a few psalms where the writer is mega depressed the writer's like god please kill me i cannot take this anymore and i love it because it's so raw and so real and so relatable sometimes and i love seeing that even in the bible like god hears people being dramatic you know and he is like you know it's okay like i got you it's gonna be okay um and and again another side note sometimes i read those psalms and you know when a little kid like maybe it has never happened but just imagine like a little kid coming to you with a little scratch that he got on the playground and he's just acting like he's crying bawling acting like his life is about to end and you're like chill out bro it's just a little scratch like you're gonna make it through this you know <laughs> like i promise you it's not a life or death situation we got this and sometimes i feel like that's how god looks at us when we're like god please just take me right now just make it end and it's not like he's undermining our pain, much on the contrary, like he sits down with us, weeps with us, you know, he helps us through it. But at the same time, I feel like he's like, oh man, like it's not that big. It's like, it's not that deep. It's not that big of a deal. Like I promise you're going to make it through this. Um, so anyway, I feel like, you know, the Psalms, it's a good reflection of that. But again, coming back to the point, you read those depressive Psalms and you see that the people writing them are super down but they always ended saying something like the lord is my rock the lord is my savior like their conclusion is basically what a time to be alive and so that's how i want to conclude this podcast as well oh that was a good transition guys <laughs> i promise i did not rehearse any of this today and i am proud of how it's coming together anyway the same way the psalmists ended their psalms i want to end the episode today saying, you know, even if you're going through the wrapping up of a process or a season right now, it's going to be okay. You know, if it's hurting, I just want to let you know that you're going to make it through it. And the other side is so much brighter than what you can even imagine. Keep the vision in your mind, like set your eyes on the dreams. Don't ignore your pain, but also don't let it be bigger than the excitement and the trust in God that he's going to do it better than you can even think or imagine or plan. You know, he goes beyond every single time and he always comes through. And so I hope that if you're ending a season right now or whenever you do end the season, that it goes well and that the next one is much more fun than you could have predicted. And yeah, guys, so don't forget to say, 
what a life don't forget to look for the beauty in your day today don't forget to find the little details of your day even if it's just another routine day of classes or work or both or you know like the normal days where you don't really have anything going on still look for the details be happy with them and at the end of your day say what a life you know even if it was a bad day i promise you there's at least one good detail that makes the day better and yeah what a time to be alive what a time to be happy even if the world isn't because who cares our happiness is you know it's like our brother justin bieber says we get our light right from the source. Um, so yeah, guys, have a great day and I'll see you on the next episode.